0: Storms, amen, many different kinds of storms that uh, we can face individually or corporately and so forth. This is a new kind of storm in that sense that's, like I say, that's kind of unique. But uh, um, in this, let me just mention also we want to stay connected. So uh, if if uh, your cell number or email or so forth, make sure Pastor Randon has that, all right? So even online, cell phone, e- number, email, email. Uh, Let us know and so forth. You can always email the church or something like that. But let us know so we can stay connected uh, through that. Uh, We're going to do a a live thing this Wednesday night, Uh, Jeannie and I, to Facebook Live again, have a word this Wednesday night from the tabernacle here. Not with people, but us. Uh, But the Lord is always around, amen? So we're going to do that, and and we're going to continue to send out words of encouragement words that will bring truth, words that will bring light. And let me just say like worshiping here today, isn't it wonderful to worship? Now, now the Bible says you put on a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. So the world, the world, think of this, is in heaviness. The world is in heaviness. But a garment of praise pushes that off. Amen. So you don't want to live in heaviness, you want to live in praise. You want to rejoice in his presence and be excited about Jesus. And there's something about it in the middle of what someone can think. What's going to happen? And you can be, have a smile on your face and walk in his presence and walk in his peace. Amen. This is a time that we apply the word of God like this. All right. Uh, people say, was this, uh, was this event in prophecy? Or did anybody prophesy this event? Well, a matter of fact, someone did. And his name was Jesus. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 24, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There'll be famines, pestilences, uh, 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 pestilence like a plague of disease, all right? Earthquakes in various places. These are birth pains for the second coming of Christ. They'll actually increase because before Christ comes, like a woman giving birth, contractions get stronger and closer together before he returns, Uh, The point, the point, uh, this, you know, God isn't doing anything. This this is the devil knows he has a short time. A lot of context with all these things. But anyway, he's cast out revelation. You know, he has a short time. So things are happening. However, Jesus already told us about this. And Jesus told us this so we'd be ready. Amen. Every generation should be ready to walk with Jesus, live for Jesus and all that. Uh, people are giving prophetic words like, when will this end, and so forth. Well, we'll see. Uh, there's a lot of that out there as well. You know, people giving prophecies in our nation, all over the world, uh, as far as uh, different things. Uh, the main thing is, is that you just have to have your eyes on Jesus. Amen? Uh, if you don't mind telling someone next to you, just say, keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen? Amen. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't, don't take them off Jesus. I sleep that way. If you got to get up in the night, keep your eyes on Jesus. All right. Now, events like this reveal things that are in our heart. So, so events like this is like a litmus test to assess to assess what's really in our life. In other words, what do you feel? Do you feel faith and peace, or do you feel fear, or do you feel panic? Uh, is your mind all disturbed? So this is a time to give an assessment to say, well, what, what's going on in me? A assessment, to be honest, you know, like, like where am I at in the Lord? Like a car, if, if an engine light goes on, let me just say the oil light goes on, what do you do? You check the oil and you realize, whoa, we are low on oil. It's been leaking out or something, right? Well, a lot of times Christians are low on oil, and that's the Holy Ghost, so you... You have to fill up on Jesus. You have to fill up on the Bible. You have to, you know, amen? You're just, we're smart enough to recognize, you know, I, I feel troubled. Well, God's not troubling you, amen? So you have to be smart enough to go take an assessment because we want to grow stronger in our faith, amen? If we know, if we know things like this are happening, like the athlete knows, man, we've got a big game coming up and, or a big season or whatever, they're in the weight room, right? They're in the weight room. They're gearing up. They're preparing themselves to lift more and more, to get stronger and stronger. Now, the same thing for us in faith. Amen? It's like you want to build your spiritual immune system so that fear comes. You're just immune to fear. Fear? What? No, I'm immune to that. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to live in worry. I'm not going to live, uh, uh, you know, just just about all the stuff. Yeah, we're resistant to all those things. You can build your spiritual immune system by getting in God's gym or getting in the Word, getting in things like that, and feed your faith and starve your doubts. Amen? Now, I've got to feed my faith with the Word of God, right? Faith in the Word of God. So I read the Word, and, I, and as I read it, I, I, I have to process it in my life and also my mind and my spirit, but I, I turn my eyes to heaven. I just have to say, God is so faithful. You can get up, well, in the morning, for me, my sake, but wherever time is for you. If you turn to the Lord, He'll show you things in the Word. He'll show you things in Scripture. He'll show you truths that will encourage your heart. Of all people, of all people, at this time in the world, it's the church that should shine the brightest. It's the church that should be the ones that are not, Worried, fearful also. You know, everybody's talking about another name. Let's talk about the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's talk about the name of Jesus. Let's, let's put that out there and try to lift people's eyes this way. Because that is a name above every name. Amen. Hallelujah. He has won the victory. Already. Already done it. Done deal. So for our part, our part, you know, we're surrounded by all this. But well, what are you going to do? Well, you don't, have to, you don't have to live in that. You can live in peace. Amen? Peace is good. Now, at times like this, there's also a lot of little cliches that come out. And you hear them all over as far as Christian things, you know, cr- cliches. God has everything under control. And again, we've taught on this. So you have to understand he's not doing these things, right? He's not orchestrating this. This isn't God doing this. Is it prophesied? Yes. All right. But in the meantime, he's not doing that stuff. Does, is, there, is there a day coming? Yes, he has that under control. But he's not controlling all these little things in our society. You know, he's not in the business of killing people. Let's just say that. Can you say amen? All right. So when people say God is everything under control, just check it off. And, um, no, not that. He doesn't have that. Not doing that. People say God works everything for good. We've taught on this now in Romans 8. The context of those verses. What's before this? What follows this? There's a context. So, of course, the Christianese, the cliches, he's he's working it all for good, it all for good. Well, no, let's keep the context. Because, folks, a lot of people are suffering right now. Listen, they're not suffering from a disease. They're suffering from financial loss. They're suffering because of the pressures around them. Nothing to do with the other. So, so he's, not, he's not working it for good. The context of that is a whole different thing. It's so the Holy Spirit. I can't go into it, but that's the whole teaching. I've taught it here. Some people say, well, we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Well, he's not leading you there, though. All right? He's not leading you there. So there's cliches that come out that basically all of these cliches are out of biblical context. So you always want to keep things in a frame of biblical context. We all know that a lot of the body of Christ is kind of half starved in the word, right? Amen. You know, it's like they just don't read the next verse or something like that, you know, like eye has not seen or ear heard, and then they don't read the next verse that God's already revealed them to us. You know what I mean? So context is huge. Amen. When you read your Bible, look at all of it. You get a verse, look what's before it, look what's behind it. Context. Keep it in context. This is not the judgment of God. God is not in this and doing it. He's a good God. Amen. Where does sickness and disease come from? Well, it's not from God. God can't give us what he doesn't have. So when we get to heaven, there's none of those things. Well, because why? He doesn't have it. So he can't give it. He's a good God. He's on your side. Amen. John 10, 10. Thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's the fingerprints of the enemy, right? That's the fingerprints of the enemy. But Jesus said, I've come that they might have life and life more abundantly. So the plan of God is to have abundant life. Now, folks, actually, actually, he wants to have us, have us to live that in this present climate. So in spite of circumstances, my, my life, my peace, my abundance of life doesn't come from things It comes from a person whose name is Jesus. And that's a relationship that we're growing in here. Amen. We're growing in this relationship to live in victory in the middle of a storm. Amen. Amen. Now, some people reportedly have been sick. There's some that have died. We hear about worldwide and so forth. But many, many, many people, most people are suffering financially. Most people are suffering hardship through financial loss, job loss, all kinds of things like that. Because a lot of people even live paycheck to paycheck. That's really difficult. Let's Let's just stop for a minute. Let's just lift our hands. Let's pray. Father, we pray for people who've lost jobs or face financial pressures. Father, we pray, Holy Spirit, just to come to them and minister to them. Lord, we don't know how, but we pray that you would help them in their time of need right now. Jesus, we pray you give them peace. We pray, Lord, your presence would just be in their heart and in their mind. And we thank you, Jesus, even people watching right now, people all over the world who face this. Lord, we thank you for taking care of people financially. We thank you for providing resources, food and And everything they need because you're God of more than enough. And we thank you that we are your people and the sheep of your pasture. And we thank you, Lord, that your people have never lacked. And Lord, we thank you today for no lack in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God, for meeting needs today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Fear breeds fear. Panic breeds panic. Why is that? Well, a seed always reproduces itself. So if something comes with fear, it's going to produce more fear. Right? The only thing produced right now exponentially in the world, folks, is fear. Okay? Disease does not produce exponentially, it's fear that's produced exponentially in the world. All right? When you use that word exponential, it's a math term all over the world. fear, fear, fear. No, no. Jesus brings peace. All those things comes from seeds. The more people repeat, 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 the more fear, fear, fear. Think about it. There was a there was a case in 1919 before the Supreme Court of the United States. The case was basically this. A man goes into the, into the movie theater, and he was upset with the government and so forth, and actually upset with the draft that had taken place after, during World War I and so forth. And he shouted, fire, fire! And everybody panicked in the theater. Many people got hurt. And the case went before the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said that that is dangerous speech, <laughs> dangerous speech because it creates panic. It's speech that is dangerous because it's also false. There's no fire. And the Supreme Court said that is not that free speech is not protected. See, people recognize that's, that causes problems, right? In your house, you don't want to be shouting. At this time, you don't want to be shouting fire. In your house right now, you want to be shouting the truth of God's word. You want to be shouting about how good Jesus is. When you do that, it splits the atmosphere. It, it's a powerful force that, boom, just drives off darkness. Drives off heaviness. See, people can say, well, Pastor Dave, I mean, this, this, is, this is a real thing and so forth like that. That's not saying it's not a real thing. It's just that Jesus, there are a lot of real things in the world, right? All kinds of real things in the world. All kinds of viruses or diseases and so forth. That's true. But Jesus still is greater. And no matter what happens in our life, he does not want us to live in fear, but he wants us to live in faith, live in faith, which produces peace. Amen. It really does. It's really amazing. The scripture. So write this down. Second Timothy chapter one. Now, second Timothy chapter one, this is, this is from the amplified, but he says, I want to remind you to fan the flame Now. Times like this, you want to fan the things of Jesus, amen? <laughs> so many people are fanning the wrong thing. Fan the things of Jesus, fan the word of God, fan uh, uh, praise music. The other, the other day our son posted something, it was just that, just that uh, song, Waymaker. I mean, I had tears in my eyes, just, he's a waymaker, right? And you start singing that song, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, powerful, powerful. It just dispels everything else. So that's what you want to, you want to fan the things of the Holy Spirit, fan the things of God in your life, all right, from the Holy Spirit, the inner fire, all right? You got that through just, just from the Holy Ghost or some people, of course, the laying on of hands. But notice what it says in verse 7, God did not give us a spirit of timidity, cowardice or fear. Now that's a demonic spirit. So anytime you see something that's fearful, you know right away it's not of God. Anytime something comes to your head, all of a sudden you get concerned right away, right away. You have to recognize, not of God. Don't let it in your head. Don't let it in your life. The Bible says in the last days, there'll be many fearful sights, right? Now, if you didn't have Christ in your heart and didn't have the hope of heaven, everything, of course, looks like it's a disaster, you know. And we'll see what happens. You know, most people—we've already knocked down a couple big gods already in the world. One is sports, and one is money. <laughs> so I got no sports, and the money's the money's gone down in the basement here a little bit. What determines? Where's your heart's? Where's your heart at? Right? I mean, people are like, what am I going to watch? What am I going to do? Well, you could listen to Jesus. Good, <laughs> could, could get a dose of that. Hallelujah. Money isn't the end of the world. You haven't lost a stock unless you sell it. So. Just, just hold tight on that, but just stay in peace, right? Don't allow yourself to get rattled. He didn't. God did not give us this. He gives us faith, amen? So it says then, he's given us, he has given us a spirit, the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit, which is powerful, full of love. Notice the sound judgment, pers- personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind. And self-control. Now some of that just comes down to common sense. Okay? Live in common sense. So the Holy Spirit brings us this sound judgment. Resulting in calm, well-balanced, self-controlled. Amen? These are the things God gives us. So this is a great word for those of you listening online. Write that down. 2 Timothy 1, verse 6 and 7. This is things that will bring you life. And this is what you want. You want to embrace the Holy Spirit. You want to embrace what the Holy Spirit is giving you. Amen. Not what the world is trying to dish up for you. All right. So you want to embrace what God would give us. All right. The world kind of crams things down your throat. So God doesn't do that. He just says, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'll sit with you in your living room or wherever, and we can talk about all this and it'll be good. Let's look at this one. Uh, there's one from Joshua 1, uh, Corona. There's a slide. It says this. Christ overcomes victory. I, I put it overcomes. Vict- viruses and infectious disease. I like that. Now, this is, a, this is an acronym. You should write this down. Okay? C-O-V-I-D. Everybody's talking about it. They say, yeah, I heard about that too. It's Christ overcomes infectious diseases, <laughs> viruses. So, write it down. You can use it to share with someone. Now, Joshua 1, 9 Lord just said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. So it's not a time to be weak and fleeing. This is a time to be strong and courageous. If you say you're a Christian, do we act any different than others in the world? I'm not talking about doing something dumb, but I'm just saying our demeanor, our attitude, our presence. Are we any different than anybody in the world, anybody else? Now it should be, it should be, because these are things that we teach and train so that in the midst of something we can stand strong, because He's strong, the greater one lives in us. This is not the time to forget the Word of God, this is time to practice the Word of God, amen? So we're strong, we're courageous, it says don't be frightened, don't be discouraged. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I mean some people feel confined, like I I can't go to the store, I can't I mean it's amazing what happens in societies. This worldwide. Well God is with you. He's bigger than the things we face. Amen? He's bigger. Say bigger. (laughs) And not just a little bit bigger. Well, yeah, but that's a big thing. No, no, he's way bigger. All right. So Christ overcomes viruses. And infectious diseases, hallelujah, good acronym to remember. Now, Isaiah 54, verse 17, this is, this is, of course, a common verse. You can look at it. It just says that no weapon or disease formed against you or turned against you shall succeed. Now, let's just say this, it won't succeed unless you let it succeed. Everything, everything in life or everything and through the word involves our response. So it's not like just a switch. Well, that's what it says. So it's just automatic. No, I still have something to do with that. So no weapon formed against me or no disease or what, you know, Jeannie Jeannie and I go to places where, you know, there's all kinds of stuff, you know, I mean, leprosy and different things like that. We just just think, thank you, Jesus, for protection. Thank you for protection. I mean, surfaces, who knows what's been on that. But, but thank you for protection. So, so a weapon, uh, any weapon, anything that causes, that steals, kills, and destroys is a weapon. That's the, the demonic part of that, okay? Steals, kills, and destroys. And it's formed. it gets formed against people in general because people were created in the image of God. And, of course, the devil doesn't like people then because of God's image in anybody, all right? This, Christian or not Christian. So, on the other hand, then, we can understand, hey, I don't have to allow this to succeed against me, overcome me, harm me, and anything like that. So, I'm going to stand on his word. It will not prosper. It's not going to harm me in the name of Jesus. We went through times, difficult times, when our kids were little and our daughter was sick. We didn't have much. I'm talking about resources or much financially. However, we always had Jesus and we always had enough. (laughs) We always had enough. Sometimes it came down to the last box of macaroni or or box of Cheerios or Wheaties or whatever we're eating. But we always had enough. God took care of us. Amen. See, Americans are used to having closets, pantries full of food and all the other things, you know. So for them to think, and that's why you have hoarding going on. Well, I'm down to the last six packages of this. Let me go buy twenty more. You know, I mean, people don't think in a rational way. Now, listen, Christians, we should think in a rational way. Amen. Amen. Rational. Be reasonable. Think, think. in a sound mind. Think in a sound mind. Don't don't worry about it. You know, I said, what are you going to do? Some of the store. What are you going to do? I'm saying, well, I'm going to trust God. Amen. Well, did you get some to, before when I said, oh, he's my supplier. Amen. He'll take care of me. Folks, he does. You have to understand that he does. Think of this. He took care of a, ha- a million Israelites out in the desert with no latrines. He took care of, you know, he'll take care of us. He's, he's a God who's a good God. Now, write down this verse, John 14, verse 27. John 14, verse 27. Now, this is, this is just very good. This is just like, this is hot off the press for us, Jesus' words, all right? And this, again, in the Amplified Version but it says, my peace I leave with you. My perfect peace I give to you. Now, good to know that when he leaves it, he does not take it. I always It always bugs me, these songs that have he gives and he takes away, you know, out of the book of Job. And I just think, that is so bad. Out of context, wrong, wrong with a capital W. All right. Uh, he leaves his peace with us. Not going to leave you out there hanging. Not going to. You know, bless you one day and the next day, drag you down through the gutter. He doesn't do that. That's not our God. Look in the New Testament how good Jesus is. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to leave my peace with you. So another part of this is don't let it be stolen from you. Because the enemy, the enemy wants to come and bait us. And so pretty soon we're thinking something and we exchange our peace. Okay, I'll give you my peace so I can be worried now. (laughs) Now hold on to your peace. Just hold on to that peace, the peace of Jesus Christ. So it's perfect peace. I'm going to give it to you. Now, it's not as the world gives. The world's peace is probably based on money, food. You know, you've got big supplies, your storehouses, all these things that makes people feel comfortable that I'm taken care of. But peace of God is totally different than that. You can have peace with nothing. You can have peace with nothing. It's true. Now, notice what Jesus says. Then, do not let your heart be troubled. In other words, do, don't allow it, don't allow that to be happen to happen. One way you don't allow it is don't soak up in all the news of the world, <laughs> right? So, so don't don't sit in front of the TV for long periods of time watching things that are only going to steal your peace. Don't allow your heart to be troubled. Like I said Wednesday night, if there was enough episodes, watch Andy Griffith or something like that. So, so, you know, don't allow that to happen. And it says don't allow yourself to be afraid. Don't allow that either. I love
1: that. That's an awesome word. We don't want to forfeit our peace. Right. So I love what you said there. Like, we have a part to play in it. Yeah. So uh, when something comes... Comes on you, this spirit of fear that Pastor is talking about. A good thing to do is like just pause for a second and recognize what is that? Yeah. Because you know it can come on you like oh I feel icky, I feel hopeless, ooh things aren't normal. You know how it goes. And but when we recognize it, yeah. what is it that's going on? Am yeah. I afraid of the economy? Am I afraid of getting sick? And what am I afraid of? Right. And pinpoint it. Now, you preached this message 40, 38 years ago. Mm-hmm. Pinpoint your faith. Yep. Pinpoint, pinpoint faith. it and find a truth from God's word to counter, counteract it. Yep. So, the peace, peace, it says, let that peace be with you.
0: Yeah.
1: And anything, any enemy... That attacks that piece, Recognize it. Mm. And then we have the power. We, we are authorized to authorized. cast it down. That's We're right. authorized right. to get rid of it. Yeah. And there's always a word. Yeah. And um, even this week, Pastor Dave and I have been just amazed. Like, well, he came out to the living room just, just shaking his head like, God, you're so good. Because God speaks to us yeah. through the word. Yeah. And maybe someone watching might be troubled about yeah. Yeah. Something that they'll face tomorrow. But God will give you a word. There is, there is a proceeding word. God yeah. gives a proceeding word. Man shall yeah. not live by bread alone. But come on, people. Come on, yeah. brothers and sisters. Yeah. It's by every word that proceeds yeah. from the mouth of your good heavenly father, yes. of your daddy. Yeah. And he will give you a word to calm your fears. Yeah. And we, So we don't want to forfeit our peace yes. to an enemy. In Jesus' name, yeah. amen.
0: So those of you watching, some of you might not, you're not even sure if you're a Christian or might not be a practicing Christian, but if you can find a Bible, all right, if you have one in your house or if you can find one someplace, open up in the New Testament and just start reading in the New Testament about Jesus. Now, these verses I'm talking to right now are from the Gospel of John, so maybe start in the Gospel of John, and as you do that, God will minister to you, all right? He'll he'll speak to your heart, any fears or whatever that you have, he'll deal with that. Amen. Now look what the next look at the next thing is. Is my perfect peace? Let my perfect peace calm you, calm you in every circumstance. So it's a calming effect. Amen. Calming effect in every circumstance. It'll give you courage and strength for every challenge. So the peace of God works counter, just opposite of what the world is trying to do. All right. So it's working just the opposite to bring life to your life. Now, the peace of God, let's let's just say Jesus is the Prince of Peace, right? So Jesus is doing that. Amen? So we apply that. We apply that so we don't allow our heart to be troubled. We apply the peace so that calm can come in every circumstance. Let me give you another one. John chapter 16. Let's go over two chapters. John chapter 16. Verse 33, again, this is amplified, but he says, Jesus said, I told you these things. Now, he's talking about different things happen in the world, but then he said, in me, you may have perfect peace. Now, notice the word in, so dwelling in Jesus Christ, dwelling in Jesus Christ, we can have peace. Now, all of us are the same, so we're Christians, but if I dwell in the news of the world, say, and all that, I'm not going to have peace. I'm going to be troubled. I'm going to be bothered. It's going to, you know, many things will interrupt your life. All right. So if you, though, dwell in Jesus, so you're reading the Bible, you're praying, you're doing some worship and so forth, then dwelling in him, you can have a perfect peace. It doesn't make sense in the natural, but it makes totally sense in the supernatural. In the world, you will have, you'll have tribulation, distress, suffering. That's just in the world. Okay. So, of course, to Americans, this is all new. It's not new to people in other countries. But for Americans, this is a new, different, a new thing going on and so forth. But there's trouble everywhere. Amen. Trouble everywhere. So Jesus said, I'm going to tell you this so you can be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. Hallelujah. Because I've overcome the world as far as the things, these battles and so forth like that. I've already accomplished it. I've already won the victory for you and I. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, be of good cheer. <laughs> Be of good cheer. I mean, the thing that to know then that I'm in Jesus, I'm going to, what am I going to do then? I'm going to practice this. I'm going to practice this. So I'm going to lay aside. Oh, I'm troubled about this. I'm troubled. I'm going to drop this. I'm going to drop this. And I'm, I'm just going to say, Jesus, I'm going to focus on you. And it's good to speak out loud, bring his presence and just say, I thank you for your peace. Start practicing it. You're exercising your faith muscles. Amen. My conquest. Yeah, he's already won it. My conquest is accomplished. My victory abiding, it stays, goes onward. Amen. So, before we conclude, let me just say this. What should we do? What should, what should we do now? Okay. Number one, you can write it down. Limit your your intake of news. <laughs> Limit your news intake. Don't indulge. Whatever. You can, you can get a quick update on your phone okay great go to something else you got to watch something find something else to watch (laughs) amen find something else find something funny Find just laugh just just anyway don't fill up on all the negative pessimistic fear producing news of the world (laughs) amen what do you want to fill up on philip fill up on jesus how do i do that well Have a time where you read your Bible. That's why we have Bible reading schedules still back there. But have a time you read your Bible. Have a notepad with you when you read. That's what I do because I'll I'll get a verse. That's a good verse and I'll write it down. So be in your Bible. Spend time in prayer. Prayer is just you talking, but probably more importantly, you listening to the Lord. Now what he says to you is always going to produce peace, right? There's a lot of voices out there. But there is only one voice that brings peace. That is Jesus Christ. All right? So that's, you know, as you listen to the Lord, it'll line up with the Word of God and Scripture and so forth like that. And then just spend time singing. People, some people say, well, I'm not a singer. Will you become one. Hallelujah. Bible says make a merry heart, uh, make a noise unto the Lord, or make a worship the Lord with a merry heart. It doesn't deal with your voice. It deals with your heart. So you can sit in your living room chair and you can start singing. You think, well, what am I going to sing? Whatever comes to your mind. <laughs> I'm talking about a gospel song. Amen. <laughs> Don't sing some country song that's going to drag you down. Sing something that's going to bring you life. Amen. Sing, sing a gospel song. a challenge. What was that song? It's just whatever comes to you. Right? Amen. Start worshiping the Lord. Sing in the spirit. Pray in tongues. These are good things that, that helps us to fill up, fill up on Jesus. And turn to your neighbor and say, you can do this. You can do this. This isn't hard. Now also, be careful what you listen to. Because there's all kinds of myths out there. Myths about the virus. Myths about how it spreads. Myths about cures. Well, I heard this cures. You know, who knows? All kinds of things. This is like, if you hold the carrot stick here, it'll cure... You know, just just things that you think with common sense. Like, oh, no, don't go there. Just, just... Just have a, just have a sound mind. He gives us a sound mind. Myths, folks, there's myths about the end times, the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast. Folks, let me just, just relax. Turn to your neighbor, and say, relax, you know. People actually act, act like, you know, maybe I could accidentally get this. Folks, you won't accidentally get it. Trust me. All right, this is a big deal in the last days, so don't worry about that. Fill up on Jesus. <laughs> just, just keep it, keep it simple, right? Keep it simple, not complicated. Remember, the Bible Paul says, I fear that you would depart from the simplicity that is in Christ. There's simplicity there, not complicated. Real real simple. Just just hang in there that way. Okay, number two, stay positive. Be like, oh, I'm gonna stay positive with all the news. Well, first of all, you're now you're gonna limit your intake of news. You're filling up on Jesus, and Jesus always steered his disciples into a positive outlook. Always. Took them from being in the storm to being out of the storm, right? So so Jesus did those things. So joy is like a medicine. Nothing wrong with laughing. Amen? uh uh-huh. Nothing wrong with laughing, you know. Remember Steve Bachlin. Let's just laugh at that. You know, you know that laughter can strengthen your immune system? Just by laughing and <laughs> you're kind of re- releasing good things, you know, in your brain and stuff like that. You know, so stay positive. Use you know your your phone or whatever. You can check up on people, but also always use it to encourage somebody. Amen? Don't pass on the things that are the downers. Don't do that. Did you hear about the latest statistic? Forget that. Don't do that. Just use your phone or your your email. Use it to encourage somebody. Give them a scripture. Tell them I'm praying for you. People did that. I got that last night. I was so encouraged. I mean, tremendously encouraged. Uh, uh, in, in my life. And so use your things to encourage one another. Okay, and the last thing we're going to say there is speak peace. Jesus didn't talk about the storm. <laughs> so everybody's talking about something nowadays, folks, that's a storm. Don't talk about the storm. Jesus spoke to the storm. Amen. Huge difference. Yeah. If you talk about, whatever you talk about amplifies things. It's like a magnifying, people know a magnifying glass a microscope will magnify the image underneath it. So just, it can be many times bigger. It's like, wow, look at that cell that you can't even see with your eye. But you're like, that's an amazing cell. Because it magnifies it. When you, your words will magnify things. David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. If I talk about the problems, it will magnify the problem. We're not ignoring the problem. We're not saying there isn't a problem. We're just choosing, I'm not going to talk about the problem. I'm not going to talk about the storm, but I'm going to speak to the storm. That Jesus, you're greater. You're almighty. Your name is above every other name. Amen? Amen. So I can speak to the storm, and everybody has concerns, but address your concerns with the word of God. Like a prescription. If you go to the doctor, you know... Uh, and you've got a certain problem, you know, it's like, oh, I have a, I have an itch over here on the side of my face. Well, he's not going to give you a cancer drug. Hello? You know, he'll, he'll address your concern with whatever he has to. Address your concerns with the Word of God. Well, what's, what, what do I need to do today? Well, folks, just stay out of... The, can we agree to just stay out of the book of Revelation? Just stay out of things that are not going to edify you. You know, it's not like... Wow, this was just wonderful. I was just reading about all the plagues and all the the, the, the red horse and the black horse. And, no, no, just stay out of it. Just stay out of it. Stay on Jesus. Amen? Just, just, stay, just stay on Jesus. Address your concerns with the Word of God. Okay, what am I worried about? Well, I'm worried about my finances. Okay, well, let's look at this. He said He would provide for me. He said He would take care of me. So I'm going to look at things that's going to minister to that concern in my heart.
1: And he didn't say, I'll provide for you, I'll take care of you, except when there's a virus around right. the world. He yeah. said, he said yeah. I'll provide for you, I'll take care of you, period. Mm-hmm. No matter what the circumstances.
0: Always. No matter what the situation. Okay, yes. I
1: want to say uh, something too that you were talking about, about the song that mm-hmm. everyone's singing. and But uh, we can hone in on even more uh, accurately on what our spirit is singing. Yeah. If you pause yeah. throughout the day or many times when you wake up in the morning, you'll hear a song in your heart. The reason you'll hear it clearly in the morning is because the other voices have been shut down. Yeah. And, but you'll wake up and your spirit will be singing. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're singing these songs, just um, listen Listen to your spirit man. the real me is my spirit yep. my spirit will live forever your spirit will live forever yep. Yep. and our spirit is uh, is always praising and yes. will hear a song yes. we'll hear a word this yes. is the way walk you in it yes. and listen to that praise song and it will always glorify Jesus. always, always. always lift us up, always edify. Always give glory to God and be, it'll be completely saturated with what you're talking about today is with peace. Amen. It'll be loaded with peace. Yes. And we can stay in that peace. Yeah. Amen. And then, uh, so when, at one point I'm, I want to do a a short exercise also. Okay. All right. All right.
0: So Lord, uh, think about this. Look for opportunities to share your faith. This is harvest time. We're going to go to the next slide there. But this is a harvest time. I believe it's a time for revival, not a time for retreat, but a time to advance. Now, this would make total nonsense in the natural. But what what am I saying when we're time for advance? It's time to share more, talk more about Jesus, share more with other people around us. Amen. So I'm believing for harvest. We have a world that's in total panic. We have Christians living in fear. This is a time of harvest. This is a time for revival. So, so on the one hand, you have a virus that damages, but Jesus heals. And he still does heal. Amen. Hallelujah. We have a virus that must be contained. We have Jesus who must be shared. Amen. We have a virus that creates fear. We have Jesus that brings courage and peace. Amen. We have a virus that makes us weak, but Jesus gives us strength. Just the opposite, always the opposite, yes. right? We have a virus that separates us. You gotta, can't do this and this and this, but Jesus will bind us, bring us together. We have a virus that creates chaos. We have Jesus who gives us peace.
1: Amen.
0: A virus that's temporary, Jesus is eternal. eternal. We have a virus that leads to death. We have Jesus that brings us life. Amen. Amen. So if there's anything worth spreading today, it's not the virus, it's the good news. Uh, somebody somebody talked about the sneezing Jesus, and when I first heard, I think you brought it up to me at first. But when I first heard about that, the sneezing Jesus, Angela
1: saw it on a T-shirt, and
0: it's like uh, it's like yeah, <laughs> spreading spreading his love, spreading his peace, spreading his goodness wherever he goes. He's contagious. Amen. We want to be contagious with the love of God. We want to be contagious with this love. Remember Galatians six. And then it says, uh, uh, let us not be weary in well-doing. But then it says, as you have, verse 10, let us, as you have, therefore, opportunity. And opportunity is a kairos moment, a moment in time. This is a kairos moment that we're living in today. It's a moment in time, all right? As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good to all people. So we're sharing Jesus with people, Amen. We're sharing Jesus with others. This can happen around the world, wherever you live. Jesus loves you. Jesus is on your side. Jesus is for you, not against you. These are things that that I believe, I'm believing for revival. Can you say revival? Revival. And we know people who might, might not know Christ, and this is a time to text them. This is a time to email them. This is a time to say, I'm praying for you. This is the time to say that God is good because folks, a lot of times, they hear the other. Well, God's trying to do this. And this. No, 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 no. God is good. He's not doing this. This is the time to tell them he's not doing this. He's not
1: judging us.
0: <laughs> he's not judging us. This is time to say he's on your side. Amen. So this is the time to broadcast. You know people that you can think of right now. Write their names down and, and start texting them. Start emailing them. Start, start dialogues with people about who a good God is. Amen? Yeah. You can do this. I can do this. I want to do this. You might have a lot of time on your hands to do it. Hallelujah. So, to be about our Father's business. What is our Father's business? People. That's His business. People. People business. And then this is the Scripture that was shared uh, uh, last Sunday or so. but Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. And the last part of it is good. The Lord, the Lord your God, He is the one that goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. He's as close as the mention of his name. He's on your side. He's with you right now. So I want to encourage you to speak out loud. Okay, in your home or your car, wherever you're at. I want to encourage you to speak out loud his name. I want to encourage you to speak scriptures out loud. Just read out loud. Might as well. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you to encourage one another in your homes. Amen. I want you to encourage, uh, uh, I want to encourage you to sing not a lot of people sing in their homes, but I want to encourage you to sing. Amen. And husbands and wife, don't make fun of each other, but have a merry heart. Hallelujah. And just rejoice in the Lord. And I want to encourage anybody watching me around the world, and I know a lot of people have tuned into us, but I want to say that Jesus is for you, not against you. He's on your side. Even now, great things are happening. Even now, this virus is being pushed back in the name of Jesus. Even now, people's lives are being touched in a supernatural way. And even now, there are people going to come into the kingdom that are going to be born again. Some of them might be your family members. I don't know. But he's working by his spirit even right now. Hallelujah. So good things are happening worldwide in the name of Jesus. There are millions and millions of Christians standing. They're really standing in faith. Hallelujah. Proclaiming the good news. Pushing back the darkness of our time. Hallelujah. This is happening Today, hallelujah. This is happening today. So we're going to lift our hands. And can we, you had something there?
1: Well, I just wanted to say, um, just right now, just to listen to uh, a a song, something Jesus is saying in your spirit, because the Bible says his sheep hear his voice. That's right. And we've heard so many encouraging things here today. And your spirit man yes. is taking it all in, yep. and, and something will rise up within yep. you. And so um, I I was standing over there doing that, hmm. and then the song came to me: "God is so
0: good." Yeah. So. So let's first let's lift our hands. Amen. I want you to just lift your hands. This is Amen. a contact of faith, and it's really just saying, "I surrender, Lord, to your goodness and, God, and
1: grace." To your goodness. I to
0: refuse fear. I refuse, I refuse panic. I refuse Louisiana. the things of the world pressuring me right now. Use I refuse poverty in the, in the name of Jesus. I refuse lack in the name of Jesus. Name I of Jesus. thank you for your presence and your protection in the name of Jesus. Thank I thank you for blessing us, our Lord. lives, Lord, because thank we are Lord. your people and you are our God. Hallelujah. So, so we Lord. thank you today, Jesus, thank for this you. victory so that you've already won. You've already done it. Yes. It's already finished. We thank, thank you today in Jesus name for your blessing hallelujah on your people Lord not just in this region but across this this planet we thank you for doing things supernaturally Lord God and that supernaturally this virus is pushed back in the name of Jesus we thank you for this Lord we thank you for this victory we proclaim it Lord that you are the king of all kings your name is above every name hallelujah Hallelujah, Jesus Oh, we mighty bless God. you today, mighty, Lord. Mighty, mighty. We bless you today. We bless you today. We praise you today, oh God. Because you are so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
1: Great
0: is our God. Sing with me how great. Let's stand
1: up together. Is our God.
0: All will see how great. Sing it. Him. How, great how great
1: is our God, how great is our God, sing with me, how
0: great, great is, is our God, is our God. God. all will see. We'll see, how great, how great is our God, name above all, you are worthy of all
1: praise. And my heart will sing how great
0: is our God. Should we do that again? Name above all Name above all names. You are worthy of our praise. And, and our hearts, hearts will sing how great is our God. Is our God. Yes, you Hallelujah. You are Lord. You're a great Thank God. Thank you Jesus. You are mighty. Yes, Lord Goodness God. God is an awesome God. He from
1: heaven above.
0: Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at Brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.